Ride With Us, presented by Ace, the American Coaster Enthusiasts. Welcome to Ride With Us. Ride With Us. Presented by the American Coaster Enthusiasts, a group of super fans with a mission to appreciate, promote, and preserve roller coasters around the globe. Around the globe. It's time to keep your hands and feet inside the podcast at all times. Here's your hosts, Clint Novak and Chris Roberry. What is going on, everyone, and welcome to the Ride With Us podcast, the official podcast of the American Coaster Enthusiasts. My name is Clint Novak. And I'm Chris Roberry, and we are finally, finally thawing out of winter, Clint. It's exciting. That means only one thing, that the park season is literally just around the corner. That is right. Uh, In Virginia, we're very happy that uh, Busch Gardens was able to do a uh, a full year-round operations this year. So not only did I get a chance to experience Mardi Gras at the park in February, which I've never been to uh, Busch Gardens uh, open in February, and uh, now I'm going to St. Patrick's Day in March, and uh, and then we got the Food and Wine Festival. Very excited for that. Uh, Six Flags, uh, Six Flags America opened up already. I mean, this is exciting. I'm really, really uh, excited that the parks are uh, able to open back up uh, and and host us as we get to uh, go and ride some coasters. Absolutely. And to our friends out on the West Coast in California, sounds like their parks look like they're going to be targeted to open on April 1st, which is great news to hear for them because they've been closed this entire time. So get ready to party, California. And do it responsibly, of course. Just do it with masks on and do it responsibly. Yes, that's correct. Absolutely. We got a uh, great show lineup today. Uh, So I I guess we're going to be playing a game today. Is that what we're going to be doing? That's right. We're going to be putting you through the ringer. You're in the hot Mm. seat because we are going to play the first ever Ride With Us acronym game. Just how smart is Clint Novak in the amusement industry? Spoiler, he's pretty smart. Yeah, well, I guess we'll see about that. (laughs) Also, uh, very interesting stuff. Did you know that you can go to college to become a theme park or amusement park manager? And not necessarily just because you get a degree in, say, communications. We recently sat down with Swathi Ravichandran from Bowling Green State University, where she gets to talk about the theme park management program they have at that school. So if you're in high school and really love theme parks or really not sure what your major is going to be, you're going to want to tune in for this interview later on. Yeah, it, it's funny. The uh, number one question I get on the Midway is, where'd you get that hat? Uh, the number two <laughs> uh, question on the Midway is, uh, usually somebody is trying to break into the amusement park industry, and they're asking, what do I do? Where do I go? And it's it's so different. I mean, it depends on what you want to do in the industry, but this is a great tool uh, if you want to go in and become you know somebody who's going to help operations and running an amusement park, because uh, uh, up to this point it's really been uh, well you got to go work at the amusement park and keep working there every single summer every year and hopefully you work up the ladder but uh, this gives you a good uh, um, you know uh, step up uh, as you uh, make your way into that uh, career that you want to make absolutely so definitely stay tuned for that it's a great interview and really looking forward to putting that out there in just a little bit and uh, what's all this craziness going on down there in texas (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. We've got a list of things. So <laughs> where do you want to start? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that list coming up as well. But before we get to any of that, though, we need to do our Ace Event Rundown. And the good news is that the Ace Event Rundown is starting to get, get this, Clint, actual events. Woo! 
So, if you're looking for an event in your region, by all means, go to our website, aceonline.org. Click on the events tab there, and you'll see if there's any events in your region. The good news is that our, with the park starting to reopen, there's plenty of events coming up, not only in the South Central region, but also all the way across the nation. So again, for the latest update on any ACE events, visit aceonline.org. All right, uh, I'm not looking forward to this because I don't like putting my smartness to the test. But see, I know your quote-unquote smartness is pretty smart. <laughs> so I think you're going to be just fine. Okay, all right. Uh, well, tell us how this game is going to work. So I'm going to give you... Uh, actually, ten... you know what? You know what we need here, Chris? Before oh, we get on. into this, we really we really need uh, some some music. So we need to create the atmosphere. So um, let me see here. Uh, what about... Uh, what about... The, no... Now, this doesn't sound right. This isn't game showy enough, I don't think, right? We're looking no, for, like, game really. show, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. Hold on, hold on. Well, ah, there we go. How about this? Huh? There we go. There we okay. go. That sounds... All right, I'm ready. I'm, and now, Chris, we need you to throw on your best uh, game show host voice. Let's hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Amusement Industry Acronym Game. How's Woo! everybody going out there? Yay! My name is Chris, and we have our first ever contestant on the show. Contestant, what's your name? Uh, my name is Clint Novak, and I'm really happy to be here. Thanks, Chris. And Clint, where are you from? Uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Wonderful. So glad to hear that. Okay, everybody, <laughs> let's go ahead and play the amusement industry acronym game. Clint, I'm going to give you a series of acronyms, mm -hmm. and I want you to tell me exactly what they mean. Are you ready to play? I, Chris, what's an acronym? Well, an acronym <laughs> would be I'm kid I'm a kidding. bunch of letters. I'm joking. <laughs> See, I'm showing Sorry, off I my smartness right there. I just can't stop. Oh, my goodness. So uh, we're going to go ahead. I can't keep it up too much because it's too <laughs> fake for me. Uh, we're going to give you a couple of these acronyms, and I'm just curious to see if you can actually name them. Now, we're going to start really easy, and then we're going to work our way up really far. But I think you got this. So, okay. By the way, we are playing for Funland of Fredericksburg. So there's Ooh. no pressure at all. Ooh. Uh, if C.J. Barrymore's which here, Rick would win because uh, he's their park is better than mine. So, <laughs> Well, but, you, you know, hey, second place is never bad. <laughs> we are the first loser. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here we go. So are you ready to do this, Clint? I'm ready. Your first acronym is A-C-E. I'm going to say American Coaster Enthusiasts. Judges? That's right! Yeah! I'm so smart! So yes, ACE or ACE, that of course would be American Coaster Enthusiasts. That's a pretty easy one. So now we're going to go into a little bit more difficult. Okay. Uh, but I still think you might get this one. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. F E C. Oh, FEC. That, that, I, I got this. I got this one. It is Family Entertainment Center. Yes, that is Yay! correct. 
Yay! This is way well, easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we'll, we'll lull you in with a sense of ease, and then we're going to hit you really hard for the last ones here. All right. Here comes the next one. We're going to start going into some parks. Okay. So that is your clue. So we are now the category of parks. Okay. S, F, M, M. Well, uh, you know, it, it's funny because uh, when we talk about Six Flags, we always break down their initials and turn it into an acronym. Mm -hmm. uh, before I answer this, though, Six Flags Over Georgia and Great Adventure. No. No, wait a minute. That's not it. Great Adventure. Six Flags. G-A. Yeah, that is it. G-A. And that's OG. Never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about. Six Flags Magic Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a heart attack. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> I, I believe, if, if I'm not mistaken, you might be thinking, well, how do you differentiate Six Great Flags, American, Great, great Adventure, Adventure that's and it. Great America? That's it. That's how, how, do you, uh, how do you do that one? So the way we did it when I worked there, what it was S-F-G-A-M uh, with a lowercase m for Great America and S-F- G-A-D-V for Great Adventure. Okay. Huh, so there you go. That was what that was. So good job. You've got so far, you are three for three. And that's and the I, end of the game. Thank you very much, no, Chris. I win. Game, not quite. No, we've got just a few more here. We're going to take you to a little bit harder one. Okay. We're going a bit more internet slang. Uh-oh. What does S- B N O stand for. You said S is in Sam, B is in boy, N is in Nancy, and O is in ostrich. Oscar. That too. <laughs> That's not quite the phonetic alphabet I grew up with, but you know what? Whatever floats your boat. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to say. Uh, I spend a lot of time on RCDB, and as oh, you're scrolling... Oh, there's an acronym right there, by the way, but that is not the acronym I'm asking you about. <laughs> and as you're scrolling through coasters, this acronym comes up quite often. Uh, so I'm going to say standing but not operating. Yes, that is absolutely hey! correct. The acronym for a ride that is sitting there but not actually operating uh it has been closed for a long period of time so good job clint you are currently four for four that means right. smart you are smrt there's an acronym for you smart <laughs> all right now we're going to get into the parks specifically okay we're gonna get a little bit tougher here uh okay. so you've got uh three more to get through oh you're okay. almost through the gauntlet here you you're doing very well though thank you L S M Well, I know what it is. I don't know if I know what the uh, acronym is. Uh, I'm going to say launch system are, yes. magnetic. <laughs> Ooh. You are you're sniffing around the right way in the right place. Linear but unfortunately linear oh, system oh. motors. Linear systems motors? Linium suspension Megatron. <laughs> Judges, I want you to ignore that last one completely. 
Uh, you know what? I'm. I cannot. The judges are are saying no. They cannot uh-huh. accept any of those answers. I'm sorry, but the correct answer was linear synchronous uh-huh. motor. I was so is, close. You were. You were. You were right there, my friend. Oh my goodness. You know what? Hold on, judges. I want to give him a half point for that. Oh, half he, point. Well, he was, the judges he was actually are... two thirds of the way there, but the judges are nodding. Yes, they say it is okay. You get a half point for that. Nice job, Clint. Uh, you know what? The judges, when they, I'm going to bribe them with Tootsie Rolls. So next time they come to Funland, all the Tootsie Rolls they want from Redemption, that's what they get. <laughs> all right, two more to go, and you're doing very well. Are you ready for this next one? I think so. Okay, here we go. R M C R M C um okay I know this was an acronym that King's Dominion was using when they were building their new roller coaster that is uh, correct I want to say it was at their Starbucks cafe and it stood for uh really something something or maybe you're talking about Rocky Mountain Coaster, but I don't want, I'm not too sure. So you didn't give me a category. The category is manufacturer. Oh, okay. Rocky Mountain Construction. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Okay. Now we're coming up on the last oh, one. Oh, it was really more coming. Really more coming is really what King's Committee yeah, was, that was using. Really be, more yeah. coming. <laughs> yes. Well done. Okay. This is it. Okay. 5.5 out of 6, which is a wonderful score, by the way. All right. This one is going to be very... This is the bonus round. This is going to be the toughie. Okay? All right, I'm ready. Uh, all right, here we go. Brace yourselves, everybody. Intamin. Holy crap. Wait a minute. That's an, that's an acronym? <laughs> Intamin is an acronym. It's the name of a manufacturer, but it's also an acronym. The question is, does Clint Novak know what Intamin actually stands for? Better now, question I want is, you to really, does Clint really Novak know how to spell Intamin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, you know, think about this one. I, I don't want you to, this is a tough one. There's, there's no doubt. I mean, a lot of people don't even know uh, that it is an acronym. But think about it. What do you think? Uh, international. Oh. Uh, it's really hard because it, it, it's really, it's in Italian, so it's hard to read. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Because international. You know, uh, nostalgic. Uh... I don't know. Uh, international Amusement Installations. Shut the front door. That's correct! You're Holy lying to cow! me. You're I'm lying to lying. me. That's not I'm even not an acronym. Lying. That's not that even is... an acronym. <laughs> the people at Intamin in Switzerland would argue otherwise. It is an actual acronym. So the International Amusement Installations. Intamin. Wow. I'm accidentally smart. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I don't care. And you know what? I'm giving you the extra half point for that. So, so you, congratulations, Clint Novak. You have won seven out of seven in the first annual acronym game. Wow. I just want to thank uh, everybody who made this possible and also everybody who's listening to the podcast screaming at the radio uh, that, uh, that, that uh, I don't deserve this honor and prestige. But uh, I'll take it. And uh, uh, there you go. So, Clint, we talked about it earlier in the podcast, but did you know that there's a college program in the United States where you can actually learn to be a theme park manager and you're guaranteed to get in-park experience as part of your degree? I did because you told me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we were very lucky to sit down uh, with Swathi Ravichandran from Bowling Green State University in Ohio to talk about her theme park management program there at the school. So if you're in high school, or you're not sure what your major might be, and you're really into theme parks, you're gonna wanna check this interview out. Well, everybody, we're very excited today to talk with Swathi Ravichandran, who is a professor and the founding director at the Cedar Fair Resort and Attractions Management at Bowling Green University. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, it's um, an honor and a pleasure to be here um, and to talk to you about our amazing one-of-a-kind program. So tell us a little bit about that program, because you are working directly with Cedar Fair, but how are you working with them? That's a great, that's a great question. Um, So just to give you a little bit of background about the program, um, this was envisioned a good five years ago. Um, I think a a group of very smart people came together uh, from Bowling Green State University, from Cedar Fair Entertainment Company, um, and from the city of Sandusky. And, you know, people had a really great idea about an industry and academy coming together to prepare students for leadership positions in the resort and attraction management field. And and that's the idea was born for offering this program. So how exactly is Cedar Fair involved? Really, where are they not involved is the question. Um, it's, It's incredibly exciting because our students have the opportunity to learn from leaders in the field by observing them, by having them as mentors, Um, by um, hearing them in the classroom, by uh, working in the industry with these leaders as their supervisors. So a whole lot of different ways in which Cedar Fair is involved. Um, So just by virtue of being in this program, just by virtue of being admitted to this program, our students are guaranteed to paid customizable co-ops. These are by no means minimum wage jobs. They are truly meaningful experiences. Um, And what I mean by customizable is we ask the students, every single person. So my counterpart at Cedar Point, myself, and every single student who's coming in for every new cohort, we have one-on-one conversations with them. We ask them, what are your career goals? What are you curious about? What divisions are you interested in pursuing a career in? Um, Where would you like to gain this experience in your co-op? 
So we ask them all those relevant questions, you know, ask them for their top choices, and we try our absolute best to place them in one of their top choices. Um, but it's really not even just about that guaranteed paid and customizable co-op because the co-op comes with a whole lot of networking and professional development sessions with the leadership um, at Cedar Point and generally at Cedar Fair as well. So students really have an opportunity to sit down and to have coffee with the general manager and vice president for Cedar Point, just as an example, and talk to them about their career goals. So it's really, it's beyond the co-ops, it's beyond the guest speakers, it's um, such a unique package that we are able to offer via this partnership. And we are literally 10 minutes down the road from zero point. This is a really fascinating idea that the industry now is going to go out to the colleges to find that talent that's out there. We know it's out there as opposed to that talent necessarily coming to the parks. I know for myself, these programs didn't really exist. We didn't have any of the theme park engineering groups out there. We didn't have any of that growing up. And as a result, the only way to get into the industry was to start by working at the absolute bottom, those minimum wage jobs, you know, helping out wherever you could and slowly work your way up and hope that you were in the right place at the right time. This sort of seems like you're giving folks that extra boost they may need to be able to really get their foot in the door right away. That is the absolute goal. Our uh, students really, they come in with so many different starting points, you know, some of them have worked in amusement parks in that seasonal capacity since they were 14. Um, and then on the other end of the spectrum, I have students who very much are theme park enthusiasts. You know, they're fans of, you know, SeaWorlds and the Disney's and Busch Gardens and Six Flags and Cedar Fair and all of that. But life took them in a different direction. You know, I, have, I have a student who's, um, who has an education degree. Um, but she never really taught in the school system. And this was something that has always been a passion of hers. So she's coming back to pursue this degree to pursue her passion finally. So we have students really from all walks of life, all ages, um, you know, geographically diverse representation. I, mean, I have students from, from California and from New York and from Orlando and Texas and Minnesota and everywhere else in between. So um, this really has been, um, you know, eye-catching for all of those students who are very interested in this particular field and they want to pursue a career in this field. They don't want to just pursue it as a uh, passion, um, in terms of writing rides, but they want to make a, a career out of it and a meaningful management career out of it. So the goal of this program is to prepare individuals for supervisory management leadership positions in resorts and attractions. What is the, hmm, that, was, that was just so well done. Man, well, well answered. Uh, how did the program come about? Was it Bowling Green that reached out to Cedar Fair or did Cedar Fair reach out to Bowling Green? No, that's a great question. I um, honestly don't know the exact answer to that question. Um, I think it was synergistic. I think, um, you know, Cedar Fair 
um, you know, really wanted to play a role in creating the next generation of leaders in the resort and attraction industry because as a company they are, uh, and they're really known for their training and development. So um, they had a passion in that. And I think, you know, companies, every company, Cedar Fair and every other company, they're also looking into succession planning. Um, so that was perhaps Cedar Fair's motivation. Um, Bowling Green State University is not that far from where we are located. So I think geographically, um, you know, that was an obvious choice um, for, you know, Cedar Fair and Bowling Green State University to partner in this venture. Um, and uh, there's quite a few leaders of Cedar Fair who are graduates, the uh, Falcons of Bowling Green State University. So, um, so I think it really was just synergistic, um, just the right people coming together at the right time and putting this program together in the right place, right in the heart of downtown Sandusky. We're a block over from all kinds of restaurants and, and we're really just a block over from the lake. And we have a view of the lake from our building of Lake Erie, it's gorgeous. Um, so there's, there's tons of coffee shops, restaurants, the city hall is right around the corner. So, um, you know, it really, and like I said, 10 minutes from Cedar Point, you know, for you to drive over and, and get your experience and come back. Um, it really is a, it's a great location and a, and a great partnership um, with the city of Sandusky and uh, Cedar Fair and Bowling Green State University. So if you can tell us a little bit about what someone who applies to and gets accepted into this program can expect? Oh, that's a great question. Um, it really depends on what your starting point is. Um, you know, I'm uh, contacted by 15 and 16 year olds, right? Like sophomores in high school who are preparing to enter this program and asking me what they need to do. So students like that, you would term more traditional students, you know, they would join BGSU, they would complete their your general education course curriculum, meaning any and all non-major courses during their first two years um, in Bowling Green, Ohio. And then they would move to Sandusky for their junior and senior years and focus just on resort and attraction management. So they're done with everything else. By the time they come to us, they only have their major classes to take. So they're gonna complete their co-ops, they're gonna take their major coursework, and they're gonna graduate in two years with a degree from us. So that's one, that's one way to kind of enter the program. A lot of what I deal with is um, you know, students who have college degrees just, excuse me, college credits just out there. You know, they've got like a random 30 credits, 50 credits, but for whatever reason, didn't pursue, didn't really earn a degree. Well, those credits are not useless. It's not like they're not going anywhere. Um, and most often they are those general education kind of classes, your science and math and English and history and, and psychology, those type of classes. So, um, you know, they are in a perfect place to start in this program because uh, they're probably only short a handful of general education credits. So we are happy to work with uh, them in transferring all those credits that they have earned elsewhere and to tell them, you know, where they can complete the remaining credits locally to wherever they are. They can just directly join us. Just join us directly into the program for that junior year and earn your bachelor's degree in two years and you're out. It's a pretty sweet deal if you, if I say mm -hmm. so myself, and you get to follow your passion, which is always a great thing to have in any business. That is correct. 
And I think it's wonderful that Cedar Fair has recognized that there is such a passionate group of people out there that really love parks and go into it their entire life and want to be that next generation that comes in and carries that tradition on for another 150 years, for example, at Cedar Fair. Hey, why not? <laughs> or, you know, hopefully at Cedar Fair, obviously, but maybe at some other park or facility, you know, taking that experience there as well. That is absolutely right. I mean, I have students who have worked, um, you know, like I said, since they were 14, 15 at at Six Flags or SeaWorld, um, you know, and and they want to go back somewhere else when they graduate. You know, great if you want to stay at Cedar Fair and great if you want to go to a different park and take that skill set and apply it. What are some of the big hopes and aspirations you have? Obviously, this program just started up, but what are some things that you're looking at and saying, this is going to be a key metric for me to see, to know that this program was very successful? I am looking forward to our first graduating class in spring of 2022. I am incredibly excited because our inaugural cohort started this past summer, pandemic and all did not stop us, okay? So we move forward. Um, Our students honestly had such a great experience despite the pandemic because Cedar Point was willing to work with us to still give them such a meaningful experience. And, And seriously, think about it. How many people are going to be able to say, I helped with the parks opening and its daily operation during a pandemic. I mean, that is something these students in our inaugural cohort are going to be able to express during their interviews. So I'm excited for that first graduating class that's coming up in spring of 2022. Um, I'm also excited to see where they go. So we are in the process of planning a career fair beginning next spring, um, and it will become an annual event beginning next spring, and it's not going to include just local folks. We're going to reach out to uh, companies, corporations, really throughout this country that focus on the resort and attraction industry um, and invite them to participate, uh, you know, in person, virtually, whatever they would like to do to share those opportunities. I mean, really, What we want to do is connect those employers who are looking for those future professionals and leaders with our students who are looking for those professional opportunities upon graduation. So I'm really excited to see where they're going to land in what kind of positions, what departments, what parks they're going to end up in when they graduate. So those are going to be important metrics for me in the short term in the next couple of years. And that's a really good point to make is that you never really know where you may end up being. I'm a Great example of this. I grew up in the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area for years. California's Great America was my home park, a lovely Cedar Fair Park out there. Mm-hmm. And I moved, packed up everything I knew and moved 1700 miles east to come out here to Arlington. It was a bit of a culture shock, but let me tell you, the opportunity to be able to do something new and unique and special, you cannot really pass that up. If you really love this industry, A, you're going to be doing a lot of moving. (laughs) That's the first thing, (laughs) especially if you're really good because people want to take you and, and, and move you to different places to make things better. But two, you really get a sense of what the industry is all about. And it's not just a bunch of people riding coasters and then working in an office. It goes way beyond that. And you get to learn so many great leadership skills along the way that will help you out, not only just in another career path, if you happen to choose one, but more importantly, just in life in general. And it has really served me well, at least I think so. And 
I know a lot of other people who have been in the industry who have gone down that you know traditional track of let's talk, you know go with a minimum wage job will slowly work your way up. This is just a great opportunity for somebody. If you're listening right now and you're in high school, you love parks, you say, you know what? I really wish I could do this for a living. This is the opportunity to do just that. I wish I had this when I was growing up because it would have been able to certainly help me sort of guide my career a little bit more easily. I'm really excited for Cedar Fair to be taking this step to groom that next generation. This is such a smart move on their part. I cannot applaud them uh, more. So this sounds all great, Swathi, and I'm really excited for all the students out there who are going to be contacting you. But I think one of the biggest questions you'll probably get, are there any scholarships available for this sort of program? You better believe it. And it's pretty darn amazing. So remember I told you our classes are junior and senior level, so that's when they're gonna be taking their major classes. So every year, BGSU is committing over $120,000 in scholarships. Wow. Just for students in resort and attraction management. Just for this program? That is correct. That is correct. Oh, and by the way, this is on top of any other transfer scholarships or freshman scholarships that you may have gotten meritoriously or otherwise. This is on top of that. This does not replace any of that. This is on top of any other scholarships the institution may have awarded you. This is just for our students. So every junior incoming cohort will have access to over $60,000. And if they maintain their criteria to keep the scholarship for their senior year, it gets automatically renewed and yet another over $60,000 incoming for our junior junior, uh, cohort. So every year we're gonna be awarding over $120,000 in scholarships just for students in the resort and attraction management program on top of all other scholarships that they may have already received from BGSU. Oh, and by the way, you're going to be working in the industry that you love, learning about how the industry works and getting that opportunity to eventually, at some point down the line, put your stamp on it. That is correct. And let's not forget that employment comes with pay. It's not your typical intern, free employment or minimum wage employment. So that employment comes with pay. And our calendar is very unique. We truly focus on six months in the field and six months in the classroom. So we want our students to get that benefit year round by working in the field and then learning in the classroom. So they really have the opportunity to work the entire season. They could work really from April or May all the way to end of October and our classes then go from October to April. So they really have a lot of opportunity to um, you know, learn those skills while making really good money too. So with all that said, how can people who might be listening and thinking, you know what, this sounds really cool. I think I wanna learn more about this. Where can they go for more information? Great question. Super short URL, bgsu.edu slash cedarfair. That's it. And we'll be sure to put that in the description of the podcast as well. I cannot thank you enough, Swathi, for coming out here and talking to us today. This is really, truly one of the coolest things I've seen come out of the industry in a while. 
And I'm really looking forward to seeing how the program grows and seeing that next generation come in as a result of that and seeing what happens. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I just wanted to tell you personally, you don't have to be 17 or 18. You could be whatever age you feel. It's not how old you are. But, you know, people change careers all the time. So for your listeners out there, it really doesn't matter, you know, what you've been doing up until now. If you want a change in career or if this is something that you're um, looking to catapult into maybe a management position and you've been working that minimum wage job somewhere and have some college credits, you know, let us know. Um, BGSU is really great about working with transfer students as good as they are working with incoming freshmen. So um, we're um, happy to, to chat with you and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. I can assure you it is our honor and our privilege to be able to do that. Uh, Swathi Ravichandran, thank you again so much from Bowling Green State University and the Cedar Fair Resort Attractions and Management Program. Thank you again so much for coming on with us. You're welcome. Have a great day. You know, this is a uh, really great interview because it is not necessarily easy to break into the amusement park industry. Uh, usually, you know, it, obviously, if you have a lot of passion for it and uh, and, and your love for the industry uh, will get you somewhere. Uh, but whether it's building roller coasters, operating roller coasters or buying roller coasters, uh, it, it's it's not always easy to uh, make that transition. And so. Uh, uh, this is a great start for those people who want to operate and uh, and really, uh, you know, manage the operations uh, of a park. Absolutely. It's going to give a lot of people a leg up compared to others who might have done the more traditional path, which is start with a summer job and then slowly but surely work your way up the ranks. And not only that, it's going to give them the opportunity to really hit the ground running. You know, it, it takes a long time to understand the industry because it's so small, but also because it's so niche. And I think this is a great way. And I hope this is sort of the start of the future where we see more programs like this around the country, not necessarily just in amusement parks, but for the entire amusement industry. And it really is a small industry, too, because I, you know, kind of a personal story, uh, I, I credit the reason why I am a general manager at Funland today due to a picture I took in the parking lot 12 years ago or something like it was like 2012 so it was like 9, 10 years ago but they had a tilt-a-whirl in the parking lot I took a picture of it posted it on uh, on, on uh, my Facebook page and everything oh Funland's getting a tilt-a-whirl and you know was doing the you know funny coaster enthusiast you know hey look at what they're getting and that got their attention and they asked me to come in and talk with them and da 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 and that led to me helping them with some social media stuff which then led to me getting a job here which then led to me getting a, a general manager position so you never know what it's going to be that it's going to be that you know that butterfly effect uh that one thing that's going to set your life in motion and uh and and the path that you're gonna head down so you never know and i think that's a great story to end this podcast episode on well, it was a fun run, uh, you know, seven for seven in the acronym game. Uh, you know, we have events, parks are opening up. Uh, we have ways for you to go through a college program for parks and we have the wrap up. <laughs> 
<laughs> a little anticlimactic compared to everything else, but all good things must come to an end. Yes, and uh, you know, I want to thank our team of hardworking, uh, 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 unpaid uh, uh volunteer staff that's behind the scenes here that are helping us uh, get through this every single month. Uh, there's a, a large group of us that are here that are producing, that are writing, and that are doing all of the things necessary to keep this podcast going. And of course, we couldn't do it without you guys listening to the podcast. Uh, I, it's happening more and more often where I'll be out and about at a park and run into people and they say, love your podcast, love listening, and they talk about how much greater my voice is to Chris and they tell me all of these nice and uh, nice, just incredibly nice things. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you got you get that crest. Do, do you get that? No. Usually, I get there. He is. Get him. <laughs> Uh, anyways, the point I'm getting at is thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Really appreciate you guys uh, communicating with us, letting us know what you guys think of the podcast. Of course, you can always reach out to us at any time, whether it's on the Midway or if you want to send us a quick email, podcast at aceonline.org. Uh, and uh, we love getting those messages. It just whatever, whatever you have, any thoughts, comments, concerns, throw them out there. Heck, you might even be able to be part of the next acronym game. So if you have an acronym that you know that you want to send in, send it in and let's see if we can't uh, stump either myself or Mr. Novak. Sounds like a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. So again, thank you everybody for listening to the Ace Ride With Us podcast. And we look forward to seeing you out on the midway soon ride with us is volunteer produced by the american coaster enthusiasts ace is a registered 501c3 charitable organization founded for the preservation and enjoyment of roller coasters around the world visit aceonline.org for more information